queens working silence Trying to stop the violence Cause I'm killing my goals Here's my story Just imagine how I'm living Only fresh and authentic Never shaking the twisted I'm going off the specifics Moving with high intentions And exercising my mission Blending purpose with vision Now take a sip and just listen uh. Hey and welcome to another episode of Pink Lemonade An original podcast by the Skinny Black Girls Code My name is Whitney B and I'm your host And today we're going to discuss Why you should stop using your faith as a convenience With special guest Kiana Avery Take back what the devil stole from me And I rejoice today I shall recover it all Yes, I rejoice today Welcome to another episode of Pink Lemonade Podcast. Today is July 29th, 2018, and I have a confession. You ready? Here we go. I haven't slept in three days. Like, I've literally only slept three hours the last couple of nights. And to keep it real, I've just been so bombarded with stuff from my company. And I just haven't had the time to breathe, to be honest with you. Well, well, hold up. Let me take that back. I haven't made the time to breathe. And I'm learning that in life. It's so easy to get caught up in doing your own thing that you just, you forget. You forget about the things and the relationships that are supposed to be important to you. Now, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, especially in the area of faith. Now, I don't know what y'all believe or if you even believe, but I've always identified myself as a pretty spiritual girl, not religious, because I do believe that there's a difference. So I've been there and done that with the whole church religious thing. While I admit I do like to occasionally dabble in high energy church services, I know that it is possible for me to have a one on one relationship with God myself. And right now, if I were to rate the strength of my relationship with him from a scale of one to 10, it would be a a good five. And I know that I got to work on some things, right? And that's something that I've been telling myself for the last couple of years. But for some reason, well, I mean, not act like I don't know the reason. The reason for that is because I have been using my faith as a convenience. And it pains me to say that because like, Most people, I say I believe in God. I say a prayer or two throughout the day. I can paraphrase a Bible verse, but something on the inside of me has just been tugging like, wait, is that it? Is this enough? And in my heart of all hearts, it's not. But as far as my current relationship with my faith, I really believe that it stems from years of just making decisions on my own and really just defaulting to God when the outcome was supposed to be ominous. Now, instead of allowing my faith to carry me the entire way, I I run to it when life has inconvenienced me with the problem. Y'all know them prayers. Please, God, please let this go away. Or if this happens, I'll never do it again. Or please, 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 please. (laughs) I literally said just the word please in a prayer because in amen, because I didn't know what else to say. But Um, To be honest with you, all jokes aside, I'm absolutely ashamed of myself for not giving more time to God because I've been blessed beyond measure, especially in these last couple of months. But today, I'll be honest with you. Like, I literally found myself on the floor of my home office at 636, like no lie, this morning about to just break down because so many great things are happening to me and it's overwhelming. I literally started to just fix my lips and to pray and 
then I, I started to feel guilt. I wasn't praying for the opportunities when they were rolling in. So why do I feel like I can fix my mouth and ask for relief when I'm going through things? Now, that's a serious cycle of my relationship with God that I admit to. And now I have the conviction to break. I talk a lot about making sure that we don't engage in one-sided or transactional relationships with other people because all relationships require a level of reciprocity to, to flourish. Shout out to Lauren Hill because I love that word. But I can't see God in a physical sense, but I have to remind myself that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. God is not with me in the flesh, but he is with me in the spirit. And I need to give a little bit more of a commitment to make sure that I only just don't claim him when I need him. You see, it's so easy to allow the convenience of life to replace our commitment to our faith because we're surrounded by distractions disguised as priorities. For me, working and grinding and doing this whole entrepreneurship and having a career at one point has always taken precedence when I know better. Everything that I work for, I know that it can be taken away from me without a warning. So instead of banking my life on my successes and achievements, I should be banking my life and my faith because faith is truly the foundation of renewal and restoration when we go through hard times. Now, I remember growing up, my first introduction to the story of Job. Y'all y'all know Job, right? So my mom's a Jehovah's Witness and they had this bright yellow book called My Book of Bible Stories. Now, I had to be at least eight or nine when I read about Job, a man who was on top, but then he just kind of struck out because the devil bet that he would curse God if he was given the opportunity to take everything away from him. Now, I don't remember all the details. It's been a minute since I've read that story in the Bible, but I do know that Job, he was balling. I mean, he had a big family. He had a nice little livestock. I, I think, you know, that indicated that you had wealth at that time. And God allowed Satan to punish him because he had just enough confidence and assurance that he wouldn't curse him. So Satan took out his whole family through like natural disasters. He gave him some disease. And I remember from the book because it looked so like crazy. And then he just overall changed up his entire situation. Now, instead of cursing God and relying on his own understanding, Job, he, he wrote it out. He was a writer. Now, God eventually replenished the life that he once had because he had that much faith. And as a kid, that story shocked me because I didn't understand how someone could endure so much misfortune, but still had the optimism that things would change for the better. Now that I am older, I have an understanding that sometimes we misinterpret our misfortunes. While some of them may be self-inflicted mistakes, many of them are miracles in disguise. Now, there is power in our misfortunes, and while they may be an inconvenience at the moment, we cannot allow our inconveniences to make us lose sight of our convictions. Now, conviction, and that is a word, because for a long time, I really didn't even know what it really meant. I didn't have a strong concept of the word, but now I realize that conviction is synonymous for my why. My conviction suggests that I am certain that no matter what, irregardless of what life throws at me, I know. Now, when I look at my why, I had to ask myself a question that I never asked myself before. Well, really is a series of questions. And I asked, why do I believe? Why do I have faith? And why do I believe in God? And when I asked myself that, I'm not even gonna lie, I started sweating because you know, you don't want God to think that your question is his existence. And for me, the intent of that question was not a doubt of his existence, but is really more so of an exploration of the root of my faith. Because, you know, when you grow up, you know, your parents, they tell you to believe in God because that's what they believe. And of course, we take on the 
most of the values of our parents. But as I began to peel back the layers, I had to discover my why. Why do I believe? And as I reflected, I had to really take time to think about it. I realized that I believe because he has always been with me through whatever it is that I'm going through, whether I have joy, whether I'm disappointed, whether I'm scared out of my mind. I mean, just everything. God has stuck with me, even when I inadvertently don't give all that I have. Now, I've taken life into my own hands, and I realize that sometimes while I try to do what's best for me, I don't always know what's best for me because I don't take the time to try to understand the path that has already been paved out for me by God. I make decisions because of the convenience, but sometimes, Sometimes our shortcuts become byproducts of inconvenience. We get so caught up in living in the next moment that the extent of our gratitude is only limited when shit hits the fan. We cry about our inconveniences, but imagine being a higher power that is only summoned as a convenience. Now, I want to learn how to praise God all the time, whether I'm doing good, whether I'm doing bad. And while I don't have all the answers, I know that I have to consciously be aware of what I'm bringing to the table. I tell my friends all the time that you have to meet God halfway when you're praying for things to go in your favor. But really, we should be meeting him halfway all the time. Now, living in your faith truly means being committed even when it's inconvenient. It's being okay with being inconvenienced and having the confidence that growth will stem ultimately in the end. Now, I'm still learning and growing in my relationship with God and my faith. And I know that at the end of the day, I need to give more and trust more. When I take matters into my own hands in this life, that normally means I'm trusting my limited 27 year old scope of life over God's eternal existence. And I mean, that's not cool. Now, if I know anything about trust is that it's not divided. It's all or nothing. We either trust God or we don't. And we can't trust God in some areas in our life and lack trust in others. But I'm excited because you know what? I know that now that I know better, I know that I can only do better from here. And today, you know, instead of me giving my typical advice, I really just wanted to kind of give my testimony because it was almost like an enlightenment for me. Um, I wanted to introduce you to someone through a segment that I introduced last season called the Lemonade Stand. Now, on today's segment, I want to introduce you to Kiana Avery, and she is a faith-based entrepreneur based out of Cincinnati, Ohio. I met Kiana some years ago on Twitter, and based on, you know, just me watching her grow and then kind of seeing her in person, I truly believe she is someone who's walking the talk or however that saying goes. She has truly mastered using her faith with all aspects of her life and I can't wait for you to learn more about her in today's episode of the lemonade stand enjoy when life gives you lemons don't let them go to waste no matter what we're dealt in life we have the responsibility and the power to turn every situation into an opportunity for victory Misfortune, you better watch out because Kiana Avery is a perfect example of a person living in faith. The PR guru of Agency 7 Public Relations has learned how to combine business and faith to allow her gifts to shine. But like anything else, the journey hasn't always been easy. Faith has always been a huge part of my life. I was raised in church, and as I grew into adulthood, I came into my own relationship with God. It was by faith that I obtained two degrees, because according to statistics, I shouldn't have even gone to college. 
Um, I've taken risks when it came to my career, relied on my beliefs when making important life decisions like marrying my husband and have even established some amazing relationships in my life. My faith has gotten me through some of the most tragic and traumatic circumstances in life, like losing jobs, loved ones, clients, and even a baby. And it's also been what has allowed me to take the leap and follow the plan that God has for me into entrepreneurship and just overall in general, becoming the woman that I know I'm destined to be. Kiana's had her shares of ups and downs, but she remembers one instance of when she used faith as a convenience. She told me that she held on to an extremely part-time job. And when I say part-time, I mean super part-time, like once a month kind of part-time. Now the job became a crutch for her, even after confirmation that it was time to let it go. Now, after realizing that she was allowing her job to hinder her from moving forward in her life and her business, she made the decision to finally let it go. Kiana gained a lot of clarity during that time. And here's a couple of things that she shared that she learned along the way. Uh, using your faith as a convenience takes more of the responsibility off of you and it shifts the responsibility to your faith because it's more convenient to have something in your life that you can use as a crutch or a comfort zone, so to speak. To the person who is on the fence about their faith and using it as a convenience at this current moment, my advice to you is simply to do a heart check. And by that, I mean, like for real, get real with yourself and figure out what your faith really means to you. And, and ask yourself a couple of questions. Why are you comfortable with being on the fence and what is it that's keeping you from being committed? And those questions should help you to identify, number one, kind of what's going on within yourself. And, and after you ask yourself those questions and have that conversation with yourself, then my next uh, step for you is to create a plan of action so that you can move forward. Our faith is like a muscle, right? The more you use it, the stronger it gets. You have to get up every day understanding that you are victorious no matter what comes your way. And you've also got to understand that when there is purpose on your life, fear doesn't have a place in that. And knowing how to operate out of love in everything that you do will also help you to walk in faith instead of fear. Once Kiana learned how to practice 360 degree faith, she began to figure out how to incorporate it in business. While she's been in business for seven years, she buckled down and not only made faith a value, but a lifestyle. She offers a few resources and tips for other entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs who want to fuse faith with business. One of my favorite business resources is actually the Bible. Um, some other, because there's, and I say that because there are a ton of, you know, just, th there's a ton of wisdom in the Bible concerning business. There's a ton of wisdom in the Bible concerning life and so much knowledge. And also that's just because that's what I personally as ascribe to. And you don't have to be a Christian to read the Bible. And, you know, if your faith practices are something totally different, but that is an amazing resource. Um, some other resources that I would recommend include KingdomDrivenEntrepreneur.com. Um, and outside of that, they also have an amazing podcast that's simply called Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. I'd also recommend the book Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Meyer. 
because a lot of times we don't realize that our battles and our struggles really start in our mind. And so conquering your mind and conquering your mindset really can help you when it comes to your life and your business and how your faith relates to that. And then good old YouTube. I mean, if there are whatever you believe and whatever you believe in, there are so many people who you can most likely find on YouTube who have probably been able to master an area of life or an area of business that you want to go into. And so I would recommend YouTube and just find looking up people who believe in, you know, fusing your faith in your business and figuring out, you know, how, what works for you and what doesn't when it comes to that information. And the strategies that I have used to fuse my business and my faith are number one, strengthening my relationship with God. And for me, that includes spending time in prayer and reading um, the word of God, which is either the Bible or devotionals. Um, And that has been the number one strategy that has helped me to fuse my business and my faith. The second strategy that has worked for me is seeking God to understand what my purpose and my assignment is. And that's been important because if I don't understand the purpose that I'm here to fulfill, and if I don't understand the people who I am assigned to impact and to serve, then it's kind of difficult to me for me to operate in the lane that I'm supposed to be operating in. So absolutely seeking God for my purpose and my assignment and understanding the role that I play has been a successful strategy. And then the third strategy is finding a community of like-minded, faith-driven entrepreneurs who will hold me accountable and just walk this thing out with me. And these are people who are going to challenge me to to do my best, who are going to challenge me to be excellent, who are going to, you know, put me to the fire and just really walk this thing out and be there for me in all aspects of going to the next level in my faith and in my business. I'd like to give a big shout out to Kiana Avery for coming on the Pink Lemonade podcast. Kiana, thank you so much for sharing your story and ultimately giving us these gems on how we can stop using our faith as a convenience because Lord knows I need it. But if you love what you heard from Kiana, please be sure to visit her on all social media platforms and to visit her website as well. Her company's name is Agency 7 Public Relations. Please show her some love and give her some feedback. Now, you already know this is the end of the show. And when I leave, I like to leave you with a quote. But today's quote will be coming from Kiana. And it goes a little something like this. The journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. If we're going to get out of using our faith as a convenience, we have to just start. It's easy for us to see the promise, but your faith also requires a level of action. Don't be afraid to dive in headfirst when it comes to your faith. Just like anything else in your life, decide if you're going to be committed. And if so, go all in and just give it your all. Are you giving your faith everything that you have or will you continue to allow it? to only be a convenience.
Thank you for listening to another episode of Pink Lemonade Podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Once again, my name is Whitney B and I'm your host. And if you like what you heard, feel free to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or subscribe on SoundCloud, Anchor, or Google Play. Thank you to Kiana Avery, today's Lemonade Stand guest. If you'd like to be a guest on a segment or know someone who's dope, hit me up at pinklemonadepodcast.com. Until next time, peace.